Welcome to this podcast of the Sunday Message from Hope Gateway, a United Methodist community in Portland, Maine. If you live locally, we'd love to have you join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. Visit our website at www.hopegateway.com to learn more. But whether you live near or far, we hope you find this message to be meaningful. Wherever you are, join us in doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with God. Plugged in? Yes. Are you listening? <laughs> oh, the angels trying to communicate with humans. Chris rejects that resists them with reason. Zachariah denies them. Mary boldly accepts. Joseph takes a huge risk. And today, it's all over the place, isn't it? (laughs) Joy, fear, anger. (coughs) Kind of like Christmas itself, don't you think? Let me remind you of what you already know. It's December 22nd, and it's too late. (laughs) You too can resist, deny, accept, resign, celebrate. But I hope you do not spend the next 48 hours trying to fill in all the gaps. Now what we need now is connection. Maybe we need an angel to remind us of what's most important. Mary, Mary has a wise word for us and that word is ponder. So the story of Luke, the birth narrative that you know so well. So the shepherds went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured these things, all these words, and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. To ponder. Isn't it a lovely word? I think now is not the time to bake cookies and buy gifts and decorate. I think now is the time to ponder. Actually, any time is a good time to ponder because to ponder is to reflect, to meditate, to connect. Mary takes time to do the necessary thing. Oh, I'm sure she, like Martha, cooked and cleaned and and she probably, don't you think, giggled and wept but she did so with awareness, connected always to herself and to the divine, connected with spirit, always doing the necessary thing. As the angels are singing and the magi are traveling, 
and the shepherds are bowing, and the animals are lowing, and Joseph is assisting, and the innkeepers are busy, and the state officials are planning. As all this is going on, Mary is pondering. Being connected and grounded provides us with a foundation from which to live, a basis from which to act. And there is much action to do. We need stability. We need to be grounded. Do you, like me, get bogged down? Do you get overwhelmed? Oh, not just with the Christmas craziness. I think most of us here pretty much avoid that. I think we support the Advent conspiracy. We buy local. We try to minimize all those commercial demands. But maybe, like me, you get overwhelmed, particularly with the political tensions that are going on. Do you, like me, lie awake at night in tears over watching the destruction of this great experiment of democracy? But when I stop to ponder, to look at the big picture, I am inspired. There is inspiration around us. Right here in our own community, in our own neighborhoods, our friends and neighbors who truly have something to lie awake and weep about, who have truly suffered, fleeing extreme danger. And I am humbled, humbled to be with these people who in spite are gracious and helpful. The shepherds, too, went in haste, leaving all their needs and their responsibilities, taking a risk that they, too, would be welcomed. And it was a big risk because shepherds were not respected. Legally, they were not protected or even allowed to witness. They were considered to be unworthy. And yet here they are, witnessing to an amazing event. And they went with graciousness, hopeful that they would be received and heard. And they were. Mary. She reflects on all they reported and holds the power of their witness. Obviously, many years later, she shares all this with Luke. So she had pondered, not just that evening, but she spent her life grounded in stability, in meditation and prayer. How do people do that? How do people live with hope and gratitude in the face of such horror? It has to be intentional. It has to be based on inner strength when all the outer sources of strength are destroyed. I think it takes a regular practice, choosing to be connected with something that is greater than ourselves. The traditional spiritual practices are essential, don't you think? Worship, ceremony, community, meditation, prayer. I need practical things. Meditation, prayer, worship, it sounds good. But I need something more specific. Do you ever need that too? I do need the community. That's essential. I need community around me in order to do these things. I need community to inspire me 
to continue to act and practice. I need you to help me be connected. With what? Should we call it God? Jesus? Divine? I often call it nature. What is nature? What is God? I'm going to be sharing with you some ideas and, in a minute, some actual practical experiences that I learned through White Pines Nature Center a couple of weeks ago. I'm sorry, I can't remember the leader's name. He was wonderful. But he had a great point. He, he said, he invited us to reflect on what is nature. That's not hard, right? You got something in your head, right? And then he turned it around and he said, what is not nature? What is not God? You got it, didn't you? It's in everything and it's everywhere. In all things. We are not separate from nature any more than we are separate from God. So how do we connect? How do we find stability in spiritual practices? Would you like to try a little spiritual exercise? It can be helpful and it can be used anywhere. It doesn't take very much time and yet it takes the rest of our lives, like anything that matters, right? It does take time, though, to be centered, to be connected, to ponder. Because in that connection, that connection with whatever you call it, nature, God, divine, that connection is our birthright. We are to live in deep connection. We are not to live in anxiety and overwhelmed and depression. We are to live in joy and hope. So I'm going to invite you, if you wish, nobody has to do this, but if you wish, this is a little bit of a spiritual exercise. So I'm going to invite you to stand, if you wish. Take one of those nice yoga breaths, blowing up your tummy like a balloon. Letting it out slowly. You already feel your tension going down. And in many traditions, the core, your center, is just below your belly button. Can you feel that? Yeah. So I want you to partner up with somebody, if you wish. Got a partner? Find a partner. And before we do anything else, I want you just to stand where you are. Just normally stand. Can you be my partner for a minute, Ophelia? Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Haley. We love you. So I'm just going to stand. And Haley's just going to push gently on my sternum. Can you just push gently on my sternum? Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so partnering up. Can you try that? You can go try that with Haley if you want. <laughs> Just push gently. Now push gently on the other person that you each get a chance. Don't resist. Just let it flow. You feel yourself kind of moving a little bit? Now this time, I always find this a little hard. So having found that center just below your belly button, put all your strength and energy there. Feel it? 
And now just go up on your tippy toes and down slowly. I always find that a little hard. Up on your, just do that three times. Up on your tippy toes and down a little slowly. And up on your tippy toes and down a little slowly. Now holding your strength there and standing, let your partner just push you gently on the sternum again. Go ahead and try it. Yep, just yeah. No, not on tippy toes. On standing. Okay. Do you feel a difference? Do any of you feel a difference there? Can you feel that? Some of you might, and some of you might not. But I think most of us will feel, oh my goodness, there's a difference there. There's a difference there. All right, you want to try another one? This is building, this is three different exercises, and they're building on each other. So most of us tend to look with tunnel vision most of the time. So just standing where you are and standing and looking straight ahead, let your partner just again push you right on the sternum gently. You're not pushing each other over, but just while you're standing there. Oh, I'm seeing Haley move. There you go. So this time I want you to again raise up on your tippy toes, down slowly, keeping that center for a break below your belly button, up on your tippy toes, down slowly, a third time. And this time when you're looking straight ahead, you don't have room to do it, but when I teach this, we call this owl eyes, that you, we want you to find your wide angle vision. And when I teach it, we take our arms out like this, you look straight ahead, have your fingertips wiggling, and when you can see them here on the sides while you're looking straight ahead, that's your owl eyes. But you can find your owl eyes just softening your gaze. So now you've got yourself grounded, You've been up and down on your tippy toes, and you've got your owl eyes. You've got your wide-angle vision. Now have your partner push you gently. You ready? There you go. A little more secure? Can you feel that? A little more stability. Maybe not. Maybe for some of you there isn't. Now, keeping hold of that center just below your belly button, I'm going to invite you to be seated. Because the theme is, are you listening? And there's different ways of listening. So in, in um, my practices, we call this dear ears, and there's a, there's a different way of doing it. But what I'm going to do with you now is that most of the time when we're listening, we're listening in with what at White Pines, I like the definition, was defined as linear listening. So right now you're listening to my voice, and that's not hard, right? There it is, right there. But while I'm talking, there are other sounds going on. So being seated where you are, just in a normal way, and listening to me. But I want you to have a partner who's sort of slightly behind you. So can somebody be your partner slightly behind you? Can I do this with you, Jeff? Sure. Is this OK? So I'm slightly behind. OK, so I want you to, the partner needs to stand up and be behind the seated person, slightly behind. And we're going to do an exercise of listening that will involve a clap. So those of you who are standing slightly behind, those of you who are seated are going to just be seated and just listening. And I am going to, and, and you who are standing are going to watch me, and we, I will lead you in a clap. So just sitting there and listening. 
and I'm just going to be talking and you've got your eyes closed and your partner is behind you and now push your partner gently. Ooh, Jeff, you're quite wiggly. <laughs> All right? Now this time, you're going to remember where you're grounded, that right below your belly button, find that strength. For those of you who are seated, find your strength. Imagine being up on your toes and going down three times. Just imagine it. Find that center. And this time, we're going to take a moment and you're going to listen, but you're going to be deep listening and extending your hearing to what is out there. Maybe you'll be hearing background noises, swishes. Maybe if you're really good, you might even hear something outside to be extending your hearing. This is deep listening. So go ahead while I'm talking and while you're seated, go ahead and um, get beyond my voice and go and while I'm talking, listen for the deep silences, the deep sounds way, way, way beyond. There's always noise. Listen in the silence, listen in the noise. Now, ah, go ahead and push gently on your partner. Do you feel a difference? Those of you who are seated, you can open your eyes now. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Do you want to switch and try it? All right, everybody switch. Everybody who wants an opportunity to switch. Jonathan, do you want, do you want to do it with Jeff? Jeff can stand this time. All right, so got up, you've got your partner seated. They're just sitting there normally and with your eyes closed and your partner behind you. Your eyes, you who are seated, your eyes are closed. You're just listening as you normally do. You're probably just listening to my voice and you're just listening. All right, now push your partner just gently, gently. We're not hurting anybody. Ooh, look at Ophelia, she's wiggly too. There you go. All right, so finding that center, those of you who are seated, just right below your belly button, and imagining your toes going up and down slowly. And now closing your eyes, and while I'm talking, you're hearing me, but you're also extending deep listening, listening beyond, hearing beyond the linear sound. There's something further out there. Now, gently push the shoulder of your partner. Feel a difference there? Yeah, okay, thank you. You may be seated. Thank you. I found that really fascinating. What'd you think? Anybody want to share anything of how that felt to you? It's kind of interesting, isn't it? I was very surprised when I did it because I, I use these kinds of exercises all the time in my teaching, but I've never done that. Yeah, Ophelia. I'd love to know what the purpose of the class was. It's just to, to um, interrupt you. Just to interrupt you and to kind of, yeah, you could feel, oh, that little bit of a jolt, just a little bit. I mean, you could do it without it, but I think that kind of focuses it. So I thought that felt very appropriate as we are listening for the sound of the Spirit speaking. Listening to those angels who are around us 
And they may show up in the back of our classroom, haggling us a little bit. They may show up in any unexpected way or place. And it is our work to be stable, to find that stability, to be able to listen deeply, to go beyond the linear listening, to be grounded as we ponder that we can experience and hear as spirit is speaking to us. Is it nature? Is it God? Is it not? It is all one. We are all connected. And there are sounds of welcome and love and hope that are all around us. But we need to hear, to stay connected to spirit, finding that stability in the throes of life. You can do this. You can do this. Thank you. Thank you.